treachery in the Senate. The Jedi Council suspects that Senator Rush Clovis is secretly taking part in a separatist conspiracy. But to find out what the Senator from Scipio is up to, the Council will need a spy of its own. Meanwhile, Jedi Anakin Skywalker has been away from Coruscant on a lengthy tour of duty leading the clone army. Now, Anakin returns for a long-awaited reunion with his wife, Padme Amidala. Once again, Bucketheads, Mevar Tigar, welcome to the 54th Senate Spine episode of Mandovision. Nargai Tom, and thank you so much for checking out this small independent Star Wars podcast. Remember, the best way to reach out to us is via social media at Mando underscore Vision on Twitter and Instagram. Please email the show at MandoVisionTom at gmail.com. Please be sure to like, subscribe, and share the show with all the other Mandalorians in your covert. Share with your friends in the in the in the blood feuds, in your life debts, every aspect of your life. You want to share this show with as many people as possible because we truly, truly appreciate it. If you're listening on Apple Podcast and you're able to and you're so inclined, five star reviews are the best way to help support our show. They mean the world to me. Thank you so very much. And remember, we are on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, excuse me, iHeartRadio, Google Play, Pandora, Amazon Audible, and so many, many more. Hey, we're back. We're talking about the Star Wars, the Clone Wars. I know we've been, uh, you know, it's been Bad Batch Central over here lately, and that's a good thing. We're enjoying the heck out of that show so far. But we're also, we're, we're, we're juggling a little bit. You know, we're keeping up with our rewatch of Star Wars, the Clone Wars, courtesy of that amazing streaming platform that we love so much, the Disney+. Plus. And yeah, we're getting into it today. We're doing Season 2, Episode 4, Senate Spy. And uh, yeah, there's, this is, there's some stuff to talk about in this episode. Uh, some some wonderful things, and some things I had questions about, and I, I've tried to get answers. I've I've turned to the the the, the endless resource that is the internet uh, to try and get get a better feel for some of my questions. But I'm just gonna I'm just gonna share them with you guys today, and and maybe maybe there is a a, a galactic diplomacy expert on the on the listening right now who can help me uh, with my questions. And, and so I'm gonna I'm gonna hold out hope that that was is how I get the answers that I need for this episode of Star Wars The Clone Wars. All right, but before we can get into the into the show proper, we do have to take care of a little bit of business. You know what time it is. It's time. Strap on your buckets. Let's go. Involved with the Separatist, the banking clan is. Discover the truth in this matter. We must. I couldn't agree more, Master Yoda. But if Senator Amidala has already refused to spy on Senator Clovis of the banking delegation, I am not sure how we can change her mind. That is why we ask you to summon young Skywalker. I have been signaling him all night. I don't know where he could be. Okay, like we said, Season 2, Episode 4, Senate Spy. The original air date for this episode was October 17th, 2009. We have a plot... (laughs) <laughs> as every episode does, at the Jedi High Council's request, Padme investigates a separatist conspiracy in the Senate. 
All right, and this is uh, this episode directed by very familiar names. We have Stuart Lee as our director once again. This episode is written by, excuse me, written by Melinda Sue, and Drew Z. Greenberg is the uh, supervising script on the excuse me, supervising scriptwriter on this episode. Our cast, very familiar cast, a lot of names we know so far from the series. Matt Lanter is Anakin Skywalker. Catherine Tabber is Padme Amidala. Robin Atkin Downs returns this time as Clovis. Gideon Emery is Lot Dodd. Anthony Daniels, the one, the only, back SC-3PO. Tom Kane is Yoda and our narrator. James Arnold Taylor is Obi-Wan Kenobi. And a computer hologram, apparently. Terrence T.C. Carson is Mace Windu. And Matthew Wood steps up as Poggle the Lesser. And, like, he should get an award for being Poggle the Lesser. There's not a lot of words to say, just a lot of sounds. And Matthew Wood kills it on on that front. Uh, our Jedi fortune cookie for this episode, A True Heart Should Never Be Doubted. This has to do with uh, the, the coming uh, test between Padme and Anakin as, as their, their young marriage is, is sort of uh, uh, pushed a little bit in, in the sense that we, we get to meet a former love of Padme's. And we'll use the word love just because it's a Star Wars family-friendly kind of show. And, and uh, But yeah, a previous relationship, a previous suitor of Padme's comes back into into the into into the story basically, and she's being asked because of that previous relationship if she can be the one to to do the spying on 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 this this senator who uh, represents the banking clan, and apparently, as we know, the banking clan has ties to the separatists. So, an interesting interesting thing here. We're going to talk about Clovis a little bit more. Um, what's this, what I do like about this episode is it is sort of a classic spy story. You know, it's very John Le Carre. Uh, in here, uh, but it's also uh, it has uh, some inspiration uh, from an old Hitchcock film. Um, you may know the, uh, Notorious. It's from from back in the day. It's an old Hitchcock film, one of his lesser known ones. Uh, but that's about spying. And, uh, obviously, with it being Hitchcock, it's it's centered around World War II and Nazis and things like that. But there there are some uh, strong similarities between that film and this episode of the Clone Wars. And so if you, if you're a Hitchcock fan like I am, uh, you'll note that. And maybe maybe it even get you to want to revisit some of the some of the older uh, lesser known Hitchcock films from back in the day. Uh, yeah, so let's let's talk about Senator Clovis here for a little bit, just for a minute. Him, the he is the senator from Skippo. <laughs> That's not right. <laughs> but Skippo is one of the favorite games in this family, so we like to say he is the senator from Skippo. <laughs> what I meant to say was he's the senator from Scipio. <laughs> Not Skippo. Again, a game that we play in this house quite a bit because we think it's a lot of fun. But uh, Scipio is where Rush Clovis is from. Again, he is an interesting character in this episode because of his connections to the banking clans, which we know have to, are, are basically funding the Separatist armies. So he he should be a, a, a character of note for Republic intelligence and republic security to be keeping an eye on because because you know again banking clan connections who's funding the separatists but the banking clans so so again that's why we're keeping an eye on him where i start to run into questions with this episode is uh his he's gonna go and he has a meeting planned with with lot dodd the uh, cato nemoidian senator and i guess what i want to know is Listen, I understand diplomacy and diplomatic actions and, and things of that nature, but 
what exactly is 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 he trying to convey here? Like, what what does Padme think is going on here? Why are you meeting with a senator who's representing the separatists? He, like, they have pulled away from the Galactic Republic. What is this senator or senator of now? Sure, he may represent Cato Nemoya to some extent, uh, but the the separatists are the separatists. There there should be, you know, hundreds of empty seats in the Senate Hall from these planets that have left to to have left the Republic and to, to gone off to form their own separatist coalition. Of independent, uh, sorry, I think it's the Confederacy of Independent Planets, and and so I, I guess I'm sort of curious, like what is what is um, our diplomatic relations the same as they would be in a time of war, and I guess that's what I'm wondering, like why wouldn't the separatists take these these republic officials potentially as, as hostages and use them, or and use them to leverage the things that the separatists want. Or is that off? Is that out of bounds because of like diplomatic diplomatic immunity and things of that nature? Is that what we're going for here? I, that's kind of where my questions come from, and I like I said, I just sort of wondered like when you're at war, like how much talking is going on behind the scenes? And you know, I, I, you know, obviously you do, you do have the the politicians and, and that are that are suing for peace and, and trying to get the wars to stop. Is that what this is viewed as? Uh, and again, I don't think Padme pushes Rush Clovis too hard on his reasons for going to Cato Nemoidia because, I mean, she is there to, to, to spy and, and see if there is more of a connection to the Separatists than just him being a representative of the banking clans. So that, that's sort of where I get to with this episode and, and where some of my initial uh, struggles come from. And it's just, like, I'm not a, a politician. I'm not a bureaucrat. Uh, surprise, surprise. And so that's that's kind of the things I wondered about with this episode. I just didn't quite uh, understand what 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 was going on as far as that that kind of thing. Cause I you know I don't know. I mean, I'm assuming you're at war. You cut off diplomatic relations. Like a person from the republic probably shouldn't set foot on Cato Nemoidia unless it's within the confines of a battle. But you know I, what what do I know? What do I know? That that's my question here. If you guys. If anyone out there has any input for me, set me straight. Let me know. Let me know why I'm thinking about this, or, or you know what I'm missing as I think about this going forward for the episode. So our episode opens with, with a quiet moment between uh, Padme and Anakin. Anakin returning from the front, getting getting to uh, see his wife again, spend some time with her. Uh, but because of their 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 you know the strain that a secret marriage would have on a a, a, a Jedi Knight and a Basically, at this point, because of the Clone Wars, a soldier of the Republic, a general in the in the Grand Army of the Republic, and a senator, uh, not a lot of you know that I would imagine the strain on that is pretty tough. You're you're living a secret life. You're 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 lying to your friends. You're deceiving people. It has to take a toll. And again, and part of that is like you you still you can you can't even be with that person uh, that often. So that has to lead to a lot of frustrations. And then, you know, Anakin is, is basically hiding from the Jedi at this point, so you can spend some time with Padme after getting back. And it, uh, it's interrupted because the, this war is constantly evolving. There is no relenting in Star Wars. There's, there's very few moments for, for quiet time and uh, contemplation of, of, you know, evaluating your relationship. And if, is, is this secret life the way we want to go with this? But obviously it is. It is what has to happen for it to work. Or Je Anakin would be expelled from the Order. And there would probably be consequences on Padme's end as well. So, you know, it's that's always beneath the surface whenever you see these two. But I like these moments a lot because we do get to see their relationship and their devotion and love for one another. Because that's that's sort of at the key 
of, of what's going on here and why another another element of the show and why it's so important to the overall uh, Anakin mythology because you know the the movies the prequel movies had to hit certain uh, uh, tent poles basically they had to hit certain objectives and and so that middle ground between episodes two and three like that's where you're really supposed to see these two uh, you know not only you know they they fall in love in episode two but you got to see the, the stuff that goes on in between and how they get from the events of episode two to episode three and, and sort of the deepening of that love and that bond that they share with each other. So th- these moments are, are, are very critical in, in that relationship, in that dynamic and, and letting the audience see that, yes, they are a true couple in love with each other. And that is of vital importance because I mean, if you wanted to be a critic of the way they fall in love in episode two, you can do that. This show shows us that it's real, though. It wasn't just, uh, you know, manufactured because it had to be for the for the plot. Like, no, no, no. Over the course of this show, even two seasons in, you've gotten a lot more detail on those two's relationship and and, and, and the, the genuine heartfelt emotions they share. And and but but with this episode, this is where you get the sort of. Uh, struggle that Anakin has because we know Anakin is possessive. We know that Anakin uh, has a hard time letting go. Anakin has a hard time not being in control at the same time. You know, Anakin's a bit of a, turning into a bit of a control freak in his time. So he believes that, that keeping Padme as far away removed from the war and from the front lines is 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 his duty as like her husband and as a Jedi. Uh, but what we've seen from Padme throughout the course of the trilogy in the films and, and thus far in the, in the series too, not despite her penchant for getting captured and, and being made a prisoner somewhere. Uh, but they have not gone back to that trope in season two, luckily. We have avoided that. But we know that Padme is capable. She's a capable fighter. She can handle herself. She's good with a blaster. But uh, Anakin feels it's his duty to protect his his wife, his love, and all that kind of uh, you know macho male stuff that uh, we don't look too fondly on anymore uh, in our current day, and, and, and rightly so. So I want to play this clip from the episode... Uh, as as Anakin is being summoned back to the Jedi once again, uh, this this scene right here, as, as before he leaves, uh, sort of helps set the tone for their next interaction, which I, I think is also really great. There's a lot of really good stuff between Padme and Anakin here, and particularly Padme asserting herself over Anakin in his attempts to uh, I don't know, I don't want to say like dominate her. That's not the right word, but to sort of like you know protect her and keep her in like bubble wrap space intergalactic space bubble wrap that we she's not going to do that so let's play this scene here uh, before Anakin heads back to the temple uh, I have to report to the Jedi Council right now uh, actually about seven clicks ago if I keep delaying Obi-Wan will send a clone squad out to find me I've been ducking his signals all night I understand. I can sense that you're angry. Don't think you can read my mind. Padme, you shouldn't take this personally. Duty comes first, especially in wartime. And Anakin will be eating those words. Anakin will be eating those words very shortly. (laughs) And I I love it when she throws them back in her face. Trust me, we're going to play that scene too. But again, again, this sort of... Another reminder, the burdens of the secret life and, and Anakin's audacity about how duty comes first, which, uh, if I remember correctly, in, in the, the, 
the season one finale, Padme says something sort of similar anyways about, about her responsibilities as a senator. And, and, you know, when Anakin's trying to get her to come out and play. So it, it, it's, it's a fun back and forth with these two as they, they sort of, again, the struggle of that burden, the, I'm sorry, the burden of that secret life and, and trying to find moments to be with each other. Two people who, who do generally seem to enjoy being with each other when you have these moments. But they're just few and far between. So one of them is always struggling or yearning for the other when the other's duty has to take precedent, when the other's responsibility has to take a precedent. But again, Pabby does not like having those words thrown at her when it comes to matters of the heart, and, and rightly so. So the next clip I want to play is, is, is the, the meeting at the Senate between Anakin and Padme, the conversation here, the obvious jealousy that Anakin feels for anyone who is with Padme, just even if it was before he was back in her life. Uh, again, sort of hints of, of Anakin's inner turmoil, the, 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 this, this emotional state that Anakin perpetually finds himself in, uh, mostly due to, to, due to the relationship with Padme. And, and I, again, I love Padme in this scene. I love how she asserts herself as a strong, independent person, as a strong, independent character in this. And she will not be steamrolled by Anakin and his uh, wishes and desires and, and the sort of overbearing, overprotectiveness that he feels towards her, that he wants to, again, put her intergalactic space bubble wrap. And, and so I'm going to let the scene play. It's a little long, so I will probably try to, in, to talk over the slower parts of it. But don't worry. It's really good. Here we go. Senator Amidala. General Skywalker, you finally found some time for me. Are you still mad about last night? Why would I be mad? I'm not mad. Good. Now tell me about your dealings with Senator Clovis. So you're here on Jedi business. I already told Master Yoda, I don't want to spy on a colleague and an old friend. Old friend? How well do you know Clovis? Why does that matter? That was before we were together. The, the tone in this scene in particular is so interesting. I love their tone. I am just trying to get a sense of who this guy is. I'll need to brief whoever does end up spying on him. Oh, I thought you were here to talk me into becoming an agent for the Jedi. That is not a job for you. I don't agree with the Council on this. If Clovis is involved in a Separatist conspiracy, the last place you should be is anywhere near him. Clovis is conspiring with the Separatists? Yoda didn't tell me that. I can't believe Clovis would do that. This is terrible. I never expected that from him. Someone has to find out the truth. Someone does. Just not you. Why not me? Because it's going to be dangerous. Whoever takes this mission will be putting their life at risk. I've been in many tough situations before. It never seemed to bother you. I never stopped you from facing danger. You're constantly getting shot at. I've been trained for that. It's very different from spying on a traitor. You mean I can't handle the mission? <sighs> I mean, I'm not going to let you do it. You're not going to let me? It's not your decision to make. It's mine. Lucky for us, you've already decided to refuse. Actually, I just changed my mind. You've convinced me that it's vital to learn what Clovis is doing. I accept the mission to spy on him. Even though I'm telling you not to. Don't take it personally, Anakin. Duty comes first, especially in wartime. Boom. Suck it, Anakin. <laughs> Oh, it's so good. I really like that scene a lot. Uh, their, their, their tone with each other is, is uh, uh, oh, it's just spot on. I mean, 
I think any of us who've been in a relationship at some point um, have have gotten that tone, have had that conversation <laughs> at some point when you're when you're frustrated with the other person. <laughs> There's so much in there that's relatable. Not not the intergalactic war stuff and maybe spying being a Senate, Senate spy. Um, but you know, you understand that a lot. I think, I think it's, it's, it's extremely relatable. And, uh, as a, as a man, I can, I can understand that, uh, I have also, uh, chosen the wrong track, the wrong tact and dug my heels in on stupid things that was like, Oh, in hindsight, I was just wrong. And I just, but I just couldn't come to terms with it fast enough. And I think that's where Anakin kind of comes into play here too. Now, granted, again, I've never refused my wife the chance to spy on anyone. I, I, I actually encourage it. I hope she, I wish she would spy on more people and report back her dealings to Master Yoda. But again, she, you know, fast and loose with all the rules. That's that's how my wife plays it. So, <laughs> again, I just really like that aspect of it. And uh, now we're gonna get to uh, Padme's gonna get the laid out of everything from the Jedi, what they want to have happen, getting back together with Clovis. And setting up this this meeting on Cato Nemoidia, where Anakin's going to be her her Jedi pilot and uh, the overbearing protector. You know, obviously Clovis still has romantic feelings for Padme. That's going to rub against Anakin uh, as he. Uh, it's it's I I found it funny the way he uh, maneuvers the craft in an effort to keep uh, Clovis away from Padme. At the same time, that that all, I got a little bit of a chuckle out of that, even though, again, his overprotectiveness. And his his uh, his lack of 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 uh, faith in his in his wife's devotion to him uh, is is uh, ridiculous. Like Anakin's clearly in the wrong for the bulk of this episode. And um, luckily, at this point, like his his actions tend to be a tad more comical than they do uh, to be um, um, just like crazy misogynistic or anything like that, or or just you know the the typical like alpha male sort of thing. Like he's he's frustrated, but he obviously knows that he can't stop Padme at the same time. So he's gonna try and keep an eye out and be protective of her. But he has to he has to trust her at the at the at a certain point in this episode. Does it does it reach its full level of trust? You know, does he does he fully invest in her in trusting her the the entire time? No, he still struggles with that. There's not a real resolution to that. But again, that's sort of that's sort of always gonna be Anakin's thing. Is is he's never gonna be, um. 100% confident that 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 she can take care of herself. Uh, and th- again, this is the center of, of Anakin's fall to the dark side, is is that he feels the need that he has to be the one to protect and save everyone. And and um, again, he's grievously wrong, and, and we, we we see that, we know that, that. That is the fall of Anakin Skywalker. That is the rise of Darth Vader. You just, you just kind of get that more crystallized in this episode, because there is no, like moment where he he comes to Padme is like I was so wrong to have doubted you I, you sort of do but you don't <laughs> but you don't because with Anakin it's always uh, situation by situation and he still thinks he knows better than everybody else part of uh, part of his hubris the the you know you know what I'm saying it should be noted for the record that Rush Clovis is a creep and so we, we don't condone his uh sexual advancements towards Padme unwelcomed and completely inappropriate out of line so just for the record i wanted that noted for the record we do not condone the actions of one rush clovis senator of scipio not skippo scipio all right let's go ahead let's get to it we're at cato nemodia everyone's meeting with each other uh they're keeping they're trying to keep padme busy occupied out of the way so they can they can discuss their separatist affairs so let's go ahead and listen to the meeting between lot dodd and rush clovis this investment by the banking clan 
will create unimaginable new war profits. The largest droid factory ever built. As long as the Republic doesn't find out, you should never have brought a member of the Senate here. Okay, sorry, just wanted to skip around the, the Padme scene injected here. Let's get to the rest of the conversation. I agree, Lord Pogo. For all the risks we're taking, we should be getting a greater share of the profits. Now Padme's walking down the stairs. She's going to find this meeting. But there's still a lot more information to get out of here. Are you suggesting we change the terms of our agreement? No. A deal is a deal. I'd hate for something to happen to you. You forget yourself, Clovis. You cannot threaten me on my own planet. This is hardly your planet anymore. Not since you signed your holdings over to the banking clan in return for a stake in this new droid foundry. We have company. And that's when Padme walks in. So they lower the hologram. And, uh, you know, secret secrets are no fun. Secret secrets hurt someone. All right, I want to play the last little tailbend part of here. Clovis is taking Padme away, but Poggle and and Lot Dodd have a little bit more of a plan here, as uh, they aren't enjoying being being uh, uh, having their feet held to the fire by Rush Clovis and the banking clans. Let's play this last part here, and that sets us up for the for the for the back half of the episode. How do you think I feel? I hate the thought of answering to Clovis, but perhaps we won't have to now that we've finally found his weakness. What if we were to poison Senator Amidala? I think Clovis would do anything to save her, and only we would have the antidote. It's an interesting plan. <laughs> I don't know what else to say, other than uh, it's an interesting way to sort of, I don't know, get back on better terms and negotiate better terms with, with someone who um, seems to have all the advantage in negotiations. So, so yeah, Padme gets poisoned fairly quickly <laughs> they share a drink and this is what you know another reason why you don't share a glass with somebody so Padme gets poisoned on their way to dinner starts to not feel well goes back to her quarters uh, but she's dedicated to the mission things need to be done there's proof to be found so she's going to go back to that chamber and she's going to discover the recording that has the the data the information uh, everything for Count Dooku's new droid foundry here we go tactical coordinates for Count Dooku's new droid foundry Clovis and the banking clan are behind it. The Jedi Council has to see this evidence. Finally! Gotta go! Well, it seems no one wants my company tonight. C-3PO has been dissed most of this episode, by the way, but uh, that's not unusual for, uh, for, for C-3PO at this point. Uh, C-3PO gets just... They're so rude to that droid, and he puts up with it. He's just a champ, as usual. What I thought was interesting about the scene where Padme is attempting to get, uh, in, get access to the data card and, and to everything on there uh, is, I don't know what word I want to use, but Clovis, not the best with the, um, with the passwords. Not the best with the passwords. And, you know, Padme, not a great guesser of passwords either until she guesses her own name. So there is <laughs> it was interesting and I, I like the way that uh that she's when she decides to guess that uh that that uh it's her name and the way she sort of does that read i really enjoyed that quite a bit actually thought it was pretty funny when she does when she makes that guess all right uh, one more i'm trying to keep up the next clip for you guys let's get to it right about ooh i'm a second ahead 
Things move pretty fast here in this last little bit here as, as they're attempting to kind of get everything they need in place. All right, you might hear the tail end of, the, of Anakin talking here. Hang on. I know her symptoms. She's been poisoned. What do you mean? She could die. Get a hold of yourself, Senator. She is a Republic spy. What? No. All right, so there you go. That's a big chunk of that. And then I want to get to... I want to get to where Clovis goes to Padme's chambers and, and finds that, you know, she finds, he finds, yes, he finds that it's true. Let's put it that way. <laughs> Here we go. Passcode Padme. No hologram is available. She did steal it. Her purse there should have been the first sign. Leave us. I was just in the library. The hologram disc is gone. I see now why you renewed our friendship. So you could spy on me and steal from me. I did it for the Republic. I didn't want to believe that you were involved with the Separatists. But you are. You're a traitor. Where is the disc you stole? It's on its way to the Senate. Your scheme is finished. Get away from her. If you want to live. And again, very threatening. Very macho here. How dare you speak like that to me? I'm a senator. What's wrong with her? Lot Dodd poisoned her. She's dying. I'll take her to the doctors on Coruscant. There's not enough time for that. Lot Dodd must have an antidote. She's stolen a very valuable disc from me. Return it, and I'll get the antidote from Lot Dot. I prefer to negotiate with Lot Dot in person. No! He cannot be told... What? That you lost the disc? <laughs> I'm sure he'd be very interested in hearing all about this. He might kill me if he finds out. But still, it's her life that I worry about. She must be saved because I love her. In that case, I suggest you can help us back to the Senator's ship before Lot Dodd finds anything out. Come with me, quickly! All right, all right. So I need to put a pin in it real quick because I did want to talk about when... Uh, you know, it's really really handy uh, on some espionage missions when you have access to a Jedi nearby uh, because, you know, as Padme's taking the disc with, with the droid foundry information on there, you know, Clovis does come into the room and, and you know, she hides it behind her back. And then she goes in for a big hug as Anakin walks into the room. And, of course, he's freaking out at first because he's like, you know, he's Anakin. Uh, but she has a disc in her hand now behind Clovis's back. And she's able to drop it so that Anakin can use the Force to pull it to him so that he's able to recover that disc. I did like the way that played out quite a bit. All right. So now we're kind of to the big the big thing, the big the big climax of our episode here where, where now uh, Rush Clovis is attempting to barter in a sense, like he wants to save Padme, but he wants his dang disc back, and and he's he's hoping to be that a deal can be struck. That I'll get that antidote from Lot Dodd, but I'm I'm gonna need that disc back too. But uh, Anakin very clearly using his feelings against him, uh, in order to save Padme, but also achieve the goals of the Republic. So it's a really interesting dynamic, a really interesting. Uh, it's 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 an interesting scene to watch. In, in the pay attention to what Adding can say, paying attention to the the tone and the emotion that Rush Clovis is is, is projecting in the scene, because again, 
he, he you you clearly can tell he does have some infatuation, rightly so or wrongly so, with Padme. I mean, like she she is a secret passcode. So, for better or for worse, I don't know. I don't know if, uh, how uh, like simply safe would feel about a password that was that easy. But you know what are you gonna do? So yeah, but we're rushing headlong to into our conclusion here. Uh, the right, the 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 rush for the antidote is on. Again, Clovis thinks he's gonna get the disc back by by getting the antidote for Padme. But uh, Anakin and Padme both have other plans for that disc, and it's not giving it back to the separatists. All right, let's just get into the final act here. Let's let's let it happen. Let's let it play. Here we go. What is going on, Clovis? I'm sorry, Lot. Senator Amidala is very ill, and we're taking her to her ship. If Senator Amidala is ill, she should not be moved. I have contacted the authorities on Naboo. They thought it best to take her back to Coruscant. The doctors there are better equipped. You cannot leave! Give me the antidote, or you're dead. All right, I'm going to pause it right here, because I... This is something that I thought was really neat about this episode, and I hadn't talked about it with you guys just yet. This is the only time a weapon or a, a, a blaster or a lightsaber or anything is, is drawn in this episode. Uh, I, I thought that was a really... That's very... Um, again, I, I reference back to, to Hitchcock and John le Carre spy novels. Uh, you know, it's not always about like the gunplay and the quick random action, <laughs> if you will. Uh, it, you know, it's, it's about the intrigue and the, and the, the spycraft and the espionage and, and all these things. And you get that with this episode. Like, there's a lot of neat little character stuff here. You know, I, 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 we still don't really understand Clovis's uh, uh, plight, necessarily, like why he's thrown his lot in with the Separatists, other than that he's a banking clan representative. So you assume that it's, it's greed-based, that he's all about making money for the clan and, and profiting from it that way, despite him being a Republic senator for Scipio, uh, which is an interesting dynamic. So I'm, I'm not quite sure how that works. That's another little bit of a question here. But I like that this episode's not so much based on... You know, we just got three... Uh, just like action-heavy episodes of the Clone Wars, and it was fantastic, and I loved every second of it. So don't, don't even get it twisted. But yeah, this episode, this is the only time a blaster or a weapon of any kind is drawn in this episode. And uh, just by the way, in case you didn't notice, uh, this is also one of the only times we've ever read the cast credits for this episode and have not read D. Bradley Baker's name because there are no clones in this episode either. So uh, something of a of a of a you know, it's a bottle episode in a in a lot of senses. Um, because it's very self-contained. It's not self-contained to one environment, necessarily. Uh, but it's it's a much smaller, more intimate show, which works well for this 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 sort of spy uh, conspiracy plot within the Senate, within uh, the, between the Republic and the, and the Separatists again. So I, I wanted to point that out as, as we watch this final kind of confrontation. Uh, because, again, Rush Clovis being... Not even knowing that he's being kind of manipulated here by two sides. He wants to save Padme... But obviously, Lot Dodd wants what he wants. Anakin wants what he wants. <laughs> it's all very interesting here, and 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 Clovis kind of gets put in the middle here. It's it's uh, interesting, interesting the way they played it out. I've used the word interesting a lot. That's just sort of the the buzzword for this episode. It's an interesting episode. It's it's very unique in its own way, uh, in in that it's um, in its in its sort of again like tribute to Hitchcock, tribute to John le Carré. And there's other episodes in the, in the, throughout the run of the Clone Wars that pay homage to to uh, other other wonderful pieces of, of genre, other pieces, wonderful pieces of uh, pop culture. And and again, there's there's a couple of big ones coming up in this season. So so brace for those. But again, this is a much more subtle, a much more low key tribute 
than, than, than some of the other ones that we'll see that are like much more obvious, much more uh, uh, upfront with it. All right, let's play the rest of the scene. You'll pay for this. Give Clovis the antidote. He gives it to C-3PO. Your kindness is much appreciated, Senator. Take her, quickly. And Anakin kind of gives a nod. Have you lost your mind? Yeah, Anakin's nod there is kind of telling too. But here we go. Let's play this final bit here. Wait! Now give me back my disc! Don't worry, Clovis. It's good to know you have a heart. I wish I could give you the disc, but I have a lot of faith in your survival skills. Where's that medicine, 3PO? And the best part of this episode is the, is the closing shot here. They take off in, 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 the, in, the, in, the, in the Naboo freight ship. They're heading back to Coruscant. Clovis left on the, on the landing pad. What for? We got away and we have the hologram. The Jedi will use that information to destroy Count Dooku's foundry. Your mission was a success. But I made you doubt me. Never. Clovis, we need to talk. And you hear the battle droids blasters spindling up. And then again, that's I don't count that as as weapons being drawn in this episode because it's just it's for the closing shot. It's for the effect. Clovis's fate, not so good. Not so good. <laughs> but what did you what do you all think of this episode? Big fans, not so big fans. I do like how it ends with a seemingly grim fate for Rush Clovis, but uh if if you know the show, if you remember a lot of the details for the for the for for the Clone Wars, uh, which I don't remember as many as I thought I did. You know, that's the thing I've learned going back through these episodes. I'm like, oh man, I don't remember big vast swaths of this show like I thought I did. I, I remember the high points. I remember a lot of the highlights, but uh, there's some detail stuff that I've definitely forgotten over the years. But yeah, Rush Clovis will will be back. This is not his end fate, but it's a great ending of an episode for him. Uh, but yeah, he he has a, another role to play down the road and, and we will revisit him later on and, and, and again still infatuated with Padme in that episode too so buckle up keep your bucket on for that one okay alright I think we I think uh, you know if I'm going to rate this episode I give it it's a 7 for me uh, you know I, I, I could make an argument that it's a 6.5 honestly but it, it's enjoyable enough I like this I like the spycraft stuff of it they don't get into like a lot of the, the nitty gritty spycraft stuff that I would have preferred to have seen um, you know, if, if you, and again, that's not really a Star Wars thing. There's, there's not a, a great overwhelming spycraft presence in a lot of Star Wars material, particularly the stuff that's been on TV. Uh, if you want to find some cool, some cool spycraft stuff with Star Wars though, go check out their Agent, uh, Agent of the Empire comic book series. It was originally published by Dark Horse, but now you can find it online and it's under the Marvel banner. Yes, it is constituted as Legends, uh, but it's sort of like the an Imperial slant on a James Bond kind of character, uh, and it's a lot of fun, and, and it that's got like more traditional spycraft stuff that you might really, really dig if that's a genre that you enjoy. But this is a, this is a solid outing for the show. I, like I said, I think I'm going to stick with my 7 rating on it, and that's the episode. That's what we got. This has been the Mandovision Podcast. I thank you so much for listening. I hope you're enjoying our, our rewatch of Star Wars The Clone Wars. I hope you're enjoying our coverage so far of Star Wars The Bad Batch. Looks like that's going to keep us busy on Fridays moving forward. Really excited about that. Uh, just a new show. It's fun to do these rewatches because I'm, I'm, uh, it's allowing me to reconnect with the material uh, in, a, in a way that I 
didn't realize I'd, I'd forgotten so much. But having a new show like The Bad Batch is, is also wonderful and, and allows us a lot of really cool, unique opportunities uh, moving forward. That's, that being said, moving forward, we got a lot of big shows planned coming up. We're going to be exploring that new tab on the Star Wars Disney Plus page, the Star Wars Vintage Collection. We're going to get into it. We're going to start breaking those down, reviewing those. Um, the highs and lows that exist on that Star Wars Vintage tab, because there are many of both. Many of both. So get ready for those. Just keep your bucket on. Never take it off. Maybe if you're in the bathroom, that's the only time. That's the only time you need to take it off. All right. My name is Tom, Nargai Tom. I am your host. I am so glad you've joined us here on the, on our voyage through Star Wars. Remember, we are on your favorite podcasting platforms. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Google Play, Pandora, Amazon, Audible, and so many, many more. We are on social media at Mando underscore Vision. You can email the show MandoVisionTom at gmail.com. And I'd love to hear from it, from everyone. Hit me up on all the social medias, all the emails. Uh, please, let's engage. Let's have a good time. Let's chat. I'm so glad we're talking about Star Wars. It's such a great time. Um, oh, boy. Oh, boy. I love doing this podcast, and I love that people are listening to it. So thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for the umpteenth time. I will be back extremely soon because we have the Bad Batch coming up. It's just around the corner. All right, this podcast can only end one way. This is the way. This is the way. This is the way. This is the way. Bounty hunting is a complicated profession. <laughs>